Welcome to this week's episode of Whiskey and After Mash. So I'm Chris Pullman. And I'm Gloria Ackerman. And um, we're starting to regret this. <laughs> it just okay so you know i i plan to get through all these it's only a season and a half um filming not great <laughs> well you know we're it's hard to find these you know like we've mentioned in the in in the first episode um you can find these on youtube and the quality isn't great and we're watching them on dvds and the quality's slightly better um I mean, this never made it to syndication. It never made it long enough to be replayed on networks. So I don't know if there's anything uh, from, like, CBS um, other than what we have. I don't know if they would even still have it in the archives. But just for me, like, the... Yeah, it's, it's pretty poor quality to watch, unfortunately. And, and you had a critique about... Yeah, I thought that there was just far too much going on. Like they're trying to... Where when you watch MASH, and mm -hmm. you have the two plots, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And you work off these two plots. This show seems to have too much going on. Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. within the plot, there's little, so much little things mm -hmm. going on. They usually have three major plots, so they kind of went mm -hmm. with that. But there's stuff going on... In between, they mm -hmm. almost give like Potter his little thing and mm -hmm. Klinger his, and, mm -hmm. rather than focusing and, on one. Yeah, and Father his. And, yeah. Right. Whereas with Mash, you had the whole cast and you focused in on one person or a few people each time, right. rather than everybody. Okay. Having their own. Yeah, I think I feel the same way. It's um. Yeah. And that might get better. I'm it hoping. might. Yeah, I'm guessing not since it was. <laughs> <laughs> so so little time. Um, I do think uh, that it's it's still good to see them doing the social commentary because we see that in Klinger versus Klinger, the first one here. Oh, um, Together Again was the first one. Uh, no, <laughs> I looked it up. Together Again is the second half of the first episode. Klinger versus Klinger is the second episode. That we've watched the third overall. Oh. So it's a different title, but it's the same. Okay. Which makes more sense with the title of the 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 third episode we watched, fourth overall, Snap Crackle Plop, because Soon Lee had all the Rice Krispies. Oh. So we watched four. Technically, the first one was the hour-long one, so yes. Yeah. Because that was oh, two. Oh, okay. But um. Yeah, so we're four is, in. <laughs> this is Klinger versus Klinger. The first one is Klinger versus Klinger instead of together again. But <laughs> they still do the social commentary, which is great. But there's just, yeah, it's not as good. And I think, unfortunately... And I'm seeing a bad half of Klinger I don't like. Mm. So, and I'm surprised because he knows Sun Lee and he mm -hmm. knows how she is... A woman that can take care of things and take yeah. care of herself and so well, you know it was i think that's reflective and we'll get into more what's going on there but i think it's reflective of our culture 
No, I, I think it's reflective of the time. Because remember that before World War II, women... Um, oh, I know. On Mary yeah. Tyler Moore. And that's late 70s. Mm-hmm. But then after Someone World War divorced. II, when so many women had to had to go into factories because there was such a shortage of people to work that's what started a surge of women in the workplace but i I also think he wants to protect her well it's yeah from like the comment the young man made we'll talk about later yeah but i think it's those two things which goes back to i like to see the social commentary but it's just Sure does make you wonder how people can hate someone else so much mm-hmm. just because they look a little different. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, neither do I. When you act different, I can see because mm-hmm. some people are just rude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but when you just before you even know them and to mm. say we're all just bags of water. Yeah, no kidding. We're sentient bags of water walking around this earth. But um, <laughs> yeah, it it. it the show surrounding the social messages is not as good as MASH, and I think it's because they lost that basis of the war that allowed them such latitude in how they handled situations, you know? Mm, and they're trying to make it, well, when I come home, this is how you have to act. People keep saying that through mm-hmm. this, but I don't think it was actually said that much. I don't know. Like, you're not wearing green anymore, Potter. You need yeah. to start. If this happened right after the war, I can get it. I, I can totally get it because there was no PTSD. Right. Um, no. Decompression. I mean, I remember hearing from uh, one of my college roommates. He was he, He's a Marine. And when he was deployed in Iraq, when his unit came back, they stayed on base for like a month. Oh, okay. And they went through sessions. That to help them readjust to civilian life. But like Korea, Vietnam, you know, there were a couple episodes of MASH where you would hear about boys, oh, well, you know, it's the 23rd, you'll be home for Christmas. It's like to go from battle to, to home go? with no support. Right, right. You know, there, there is a reason why it was hard and we didn't and figure like, that out. Yeah, Klinger keeps wanting to do things the army way mm-hmm. and sneaky, and, and he can't. Mm-hmm. And Potter comes out and says that in Snap, Crackle, Plop, where <laughs> this isn't the army. You can't just go around regulations. You actually right. have to live by them. So, yeah, it's it's weird. So let's actually talk about them. Uh, season 1, episode, uh, I guess technically 3, Klinger versus Klinger. They begin at Klinger's house, and Sue Lee is cooking breakfast, which I think look like undercooked eggs, but that's how they make them in, in Paris, so... Yeah, some people like them that way. Right. Um, but Sue Lee is talking about bringing her family over. I miss my mother. Can we bring her here? That's how it started. And he's mm-hmm. like, sure. You know, one person. Mm-hmm. But we can't have my mother without my father. Mm-hmm. And then... We need my sister and her four kids, and and uh, they can't leave my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And finally, Klinger said, "No, and, we we can't." And keep in mind, you know, what does their apartment look like? It, it's a small. It's he called it a half an apartment, which yeah. is what did you call it? Something like a efficient or mm-hmm. yeah, because I mean you have An efficiency apartment like the living room. Or, um, they had the bed down. It was 
Right. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it was like a hide bed you know? Mm-hmm. You literally see... Murphy see bed. Murphy bed. You literally see Sun Lee push it up into the wall mm-hmm. um, so that they have a living room during the day. And then there's the kitchen. And I'm guessing there's a bathroom? Maybe. Maybe. There might be one in the hall. Right. But that's it. That's all they have. So to bring that many people over, that mm-hmm. would be crazy. Because mm-hmm. at first, you know, Sun Lee said, My mother can sleep on the floor. Cooking, uh, it would mean so much to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah She's what used to dirt floor. Linoleum would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And, um, yeah, you know, it just... All of a sudden, Klinger is weighing himself down with how am I going to bring everybody over because he wants to do it for Soon Lee. But he doesn't know how. At least that was my interpretation of yeah. it. And then what was... Well... Your episode. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I wasn't synopsing it. I okay. was just talking. Oh, we're just, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what does there she... Re- there really isn't a... a... There's too many things going on, I think. Okay. No, I'm done with within that. Within the... Yeah. So, what's her solution? Because he... Klinger he doesn't wants to get have... a job. Mm-hmm. She wants to get a job. And she thinks nothing of that. Which, I guess, nowadays doesn't mean a thing. But back then was huge. Uh, like yeah. I said, I, I remember shows. It was a huge thing, women going to work. Yeah. A lot well, of divorces happened when women started to work. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure that uh, for Klinger, it would be, well, now I can't provide. Right, exactly. And he, you heard him say that over and over. Mm-hmm. That's all he talked about the whole episode is he can't afford to. Mm-hmm. Well, like, if you go to work, that means I can't provide. And I need to provide. That's my job. Your job is to be here and to watch over. And he says something like, you know, what does she do all day? She doesn't have to do anything. She just keeps the house. Yeah, he uh, starts knitting. beats the rugs. Make sure I have meals on the table. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Yeah. And I, it was said without a hint of irony as far mm-hmm. as I could tell. And it's like, mm. It's, again, to the social point. But... Klinger, I, I would think Klinger is more self-aware than that. But um, I was, That's what I thought, too, especially yeah. with her. Because, mm-hmm. like he says at the end, I know you're capable. Because he's seen, or like you said, he, she's capable. Because she survived. Right. She survived in a war zone, you know? And she went from country to, or, you know, not country, city. What, what mm-hmm. would you call that? Not a city, uh camp to camp yeah looking for her family Family, Mm -hmm. right and no fear Mm -hmm. you know she just yeah she did what she had to and it's the same thing here but here she deals so much with the hypocrisy the well hate yeah because the one under one thing that we see the whole episode is there's this uh guy in a wheelchair with his leg up in a cast and he's waiting for something. Klinger promised him he'd get it. We don't know what it is until the very end. And it's like a picture from a baseball player signed. Right. And uh, Klinger says, well, you know, at the end of the day, us vets got to take care of each other. And then Soon Lee comes in with his lunch. Um, he said, she said, this is, this is my duty because he told yeah. her, this is your duty. Here, I'm doing my duty. You forgot your lunch. Here it is. Yeah, and the... I can't I'm repeat not, what he said. No, I'm not going to either, but uh, the kid in the chair used a racial slur and said, you even got one of them serving you. And she ran away, and Klinger just... Tore him a new one. Yeah, I mean, he, he almost shirt. pulled him out of the wheelchair. 
and you know it was I didn't copy down but it was what something to the effect of how dare you right you ignorant that's my wife Mm -hmm. she works hard and yeah how was I supposed to know it shouldn't matter what were we fighting for something like that right you know it it was very touching and she saw and I don't Mm -hmm. think Klinger yeah he saw that she saw yeah because he didn't do it because she was watching no no but when he saw that she noticed well we don't know how that affected it because uh, right I think part of this series failure goes back to I'm it I don't think it was the best writing I don't think there was follow-through on everything no because like how how does the episode end um soon we wrote a letter or a postcard to her mother and you know it didn't wrap anything up up. what did it say it just said um my husband loves me very much and is taking good care of me (laughs) and i love him and that was yeah it. it didn't really wrap anything up you're right Exactly. In in MASH, you would have had some sort of closure on that storyline through the post-commercial scene, but no, there wasn't anything. It was just this, literally, she starts with, this is a postcard. And the other one didn't wrap up either, Henry Smits. Um, well. She, he didn't really wrap up, though. No. I mean, we, it ended in a, in a terrible way. It, so Henry came in with terrible gallbladder issues, and he was, he was in tons of pain. Out. Yeah. And they ha- they were like, we can't admit him. We can't find his mm-hmm. records. And he didn't have his papers on him. Yeah. That's weird that you'd have to carry papers in your own country to mm-hmm. say you're a vet. Well, yes and no. I, I get it. I thought that was weird. You know, it, it... I don't think I've ever seen my dad's papers until he died. And then mm-hmm. they were in the safe. Yeah. I'm sure that once you were admitted to a hospital, they would have you on record. Okay. But, yeah. You know, when he has no proof that he's a veteran... Um. They they need proof so that they can put you on record as an, a line item expense. I get that. Right. You know, three rolls of gauze charged to patient 341406 right. beta. But um, like Potter says, we don't all have the good fortune to come in wounded or come in hurt with our discharge paperwork on us. Right. But yeah, put them under the knife. Fix remove his gallbladder, find some other stuff. The other doctors start saying it in big terms, and mm-hmm. Potter looks at him. Easy, doctor. <laughs> and and what do they find out? Oh my gosh! Um, he finally wakes up, and they're talking and asks, you know, who did you serve under? Well, I was in the third unit. Oh, Patton. No, French Lima. Von Schlie- Von Schiemann. Von Schiemann, I. <laughs> Field Marshal Von Schliemann? He's a pretty nice guy once you get to know him. <laughs> the, the intern. Oh my god, I just uh, operated on a Nazi. No, not a Nazi. Just a Bohemian, Bavarian. Bavarian citizen who served his country. Which, I so, th- which again, is a rather important distinction and social message that I hadn't really thought about until, um, until the last Pope, actually. Because of he his heritage. served, yeah. Well, not his heritage. He served yeah. in the German army in World War Two. Okay. Literally served. I mean, I think he deserted, but he was a German soldier, and that doesn't make him a Nazi. That just makes just him... makes him a German soldier mm-hmm. or someone, a citizen who has to mm-hmm. 
perform his duty. But the other neat thing about this was it brought home uh, something that not everybody knows about, I think, especially these days, which was this guy, uh, Henry Smith, mm -hmm. Heinrich Schmidt, Heinrich. a little too German, don't you think? <laughs> so I changed it. How did you get here? Well, I was captured during the war, and then I was brought to a, a prisoner of war camp in Louisville, Kentucky. See, I didn't know there was prisoner of war camps. Did you? Yeah. Because where I grew up, the fairgrounds was one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yang. Yeah. No, the <laughs> county fairgrounds was a prisoner of war camp where I grew up. Oh, my gosh. And a lot of POWs. Now, first of all, the fact that we brought POWs back over here yeah, why? is one thing. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but... Free um, flight to America? Woo! Well, <laughs> not flight. Boat ride. Oh, well. We didn't have jets. Well, that's true. <laughs> there would there were not transatlantic flights. That's true. <laughs> there were there were boat Boats. rides, but um, you know, yeah, you know, the fact that we had POWs here, and second of all, the fact that many of them, not a majority or a lot, but many of them stay. decided to stay because. If they were let go and didn't decide to stay, who then, was responsible for their price home? Oh, I'm sure that the government, pardon me, the United States government would have put them on a ship and sent them back. Okay. Basically deported them. I would have them. stayed too. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but, you know, that's, I mean, that's cool. It, it's interesting. And I'm sure, I'm sure that a city like Louisville had a POW camp right. somewhere nearby. and. You know, he just said, I, while here I learned the language, and then I moved to Missouri. Right. So. Yeah. And then the best part is, uh, D'Angelo, the... Administrator of... Yeah. General General. <laughs> Obviously, the kid was um, a veteran. Because he had wounds all over when they mm -hmm. were... So they yeah. said, oh, he's a hero. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he brings in a reporter, and Potter goes say cheese and D'Angelo says cheese and uh, Heinrich says Kaisa <laughs> it's German for cheese oh that was funny and D'Angelo just gives him a but he just gave him a look and it was over so yeah. that part of it was over so it didn't solve the problem who paid for that you know did, yeah. did were the jobs lost you know it didn't solve that issue it just mm -hmm. yeah. it just ended again a mm. problem not solved yeah, I agree. That I think that therein lies the weakness, you know? No 10P10, no IV. That's what they said when mm. he was coming in and they couldn't find his papers. I yeah. thought it was kind of cool. And then the Francis plot. Oh, yeah. Poor, poor Father Mulcahy. Fine. Um, he has to work. He's <laughs> filling out all this month-end paperwork that he didn't know he had to do. And, um... Had to have it in by a certain time and a certain date. Gets it done... Works through the night. We find out that he doesn't know how to type, or Which makes sense. Okay. It was the fifties. I don't imagine I know, that but everybody they really, would know how to type. When I you mean, you had to go through college to become a priest. You had to go through a lot of intent. You don't just become a priest. It's, you know, four years of seminary. It's and during all this, you're doing papers and. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I still see. Software engineers where I work who have been 30 years on the job hunting and pecking 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. When I still see them hunting and pecking on the keyboard in 2017, I have no doubt that in 1953... Someone was hunting and pecking. Okay. And didn't know how to use a typewriter. Yeah, my husband doesn't. He does the old... He does it fast, but he... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I just... I, I can see where he wouldn't. You know, he tries to explain it away, but... Right. Yeah. Even today, it's not a basic skill in high school to learn how to type, so which it should be. He worked so hard to get this done, only to give it to D'Angelo on a little late. Yeah. You know, but mostly on time. And what happens? Oh, that's okay, okay. You know, this just goes to central processing. Nobody reads the darn thing. It just gets filed away. What do you mean nobody reads it? I just... <laughs> Well, it's just a bureaucratic black hole, Father. <laughs> you know? It's just got to be done. I'm not leaving here until someone reads this paper. <laughs> I tell you what. I'll find someone to read it. Okay, as long as someone reads it. <laughs> so Alma, I was wrong about him. He's a stickler. <laughs> so, you know, he has to file a report every month that nobody reads. Yep. Again, unsolved mysteries. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right, though. <laughs> and those uh, are the three pot plots. Yeah. Again, it ended with Sun Lee writing her mother and just saying, I'm happy here. Don't worry about me. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay, let's it go could, to the It could have been a better episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy with just, hold on. I need a little. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> I'll have one, too. Okay, now I'm good. Now I'm good. Okay. Ben, about halfway through this next episode, walked in to the living room when we were watching this and said, So is there anything good that came out of this? And I held my glass and went, Gives me a reason to drink more. <laughs> if you want to watch this... <laughs> good luck. I would skip the first episode. Uh, what was it? September 53 and... Uh, together again skip those just skip them and maybe start with clinger versus clinger and go forward um they're out on youtube i put i put the link in the first show's notes uh so if you just go over to our website narclaninc.com slash whiskey and mash that's n-a-r-c-l-a-n-i-n-c.com slash whiskey and mash all one word uh go to the first episode of whiskey and after mash and there on the webpage, in the show notes, there's a link to YouTube to these episodes. You can watch them for free over there. It's not the best quality, but you'll get the idea and the sounds there. Then uh, you can tell us what you think. Yeah, and you can do that over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash whiskeyandmash. There's also a link to that off of our podcast page, narclaninc.com slash whiskeyandmash. Um, but again, I, I would skip the first episode. Pilots are always rough. And this one is no exception. Uh, they're getting a little bit better, but... it's You have to get to know the players. Yeah, and I, I think... And I think we all know the players. So, yeah, you don't really need those. No. You know, it's like it's every... They, uh, sorry, go ahead. Okay. Uh, to, to bring in a comic book reference, it's like every new person playing Batman that we get. Every new Batman movie. You have to have the origin story about how... <laughs> Martha Wayne and Thomas Wayne got shot in an alley. Every single time. We know 
everybody knows, a newborn at this point knows Batman's origin story because it's been beaten to death. Um, but if you're watching after MASH, you watched MASH, we don't need it. We right. don't need the back. We get it. Um, so we're, we are going to go through this. But then, yeah, like Gloria had said last time, we're definitely going to take some time off and maybe seek counseling. <laughs> I might need it tonight. I'm sorry. I don't mean <laughs> to be doing this to dissuade you. No, because make up your own mind and let us know. I mean, yeah. you might love it. it you depends. might. Because they're, they're still good actors. They're really good actors. I just think that the writing is off. Right. I really blame it on they're the writing. They're just putting way too much in, like... Including the next episode. It's yeah. just, there's just too much stuff going mm -hmm. on. And you had that in some of the MASH episodes too, so it's nothing I new. Can't it's even just. I think that... of one that had too much. Uh, I can think of a few where maybe not too much, but the writing just wasn't on point. And this feels like that. But anyway, um, episode four Snap, Crackle, Plop. So it, this episode really gets its name from that we open again, like we did last time, in the Klinger apartment. And uh, Soon Lee just made Klinger's breakfast. Because apparently Max isn't able to pour his own Rice Krispies and, <laughs> and cut up a banana. <laughs> all I could think of the whole time as I watched her cut that banana up is, oh my gosh, all the snap crackle and pop's going to be gone. They're going to be <laughs> soggy. I mean, they're yeah. they're talking for an hour after she poured the milk. <laughs> yeah, and Klinger made the comment, I like Rice Krispies. Or I like this cereal. I don't think he named Rice Krispies. It's the only cereal that has a bigger vocabulary than me. <laughs> We're not going to run out any time, are we? And then she opens a cabinet door, and there's like six new boxes and one that's open. And nothing else in there, by the way, which is kind of sad, but it goes to the point of this episode. And the last one, that they're kind of poor. But they're rich. No, they're, yeah, their they lives are rich. No, but like, they had $200. Mm -hmm. But not enough to bring over... No. Her family, and they're still in this efficiency apartment. Right. That's all I'm saying. Mm hmm But um, she thought they oh, were rich. yeah. And I'm, when you know what? When she saw $200? If they have that just laying around where they can pay cash for a car, that is a lot. I can't do that. But if that's that. all you have saved? Mm, yeah. So, but, um, you know, the, the neat part about that was after watching them get in a fight, because they got in a fight in the last episode. Watching Klinger just kind of fawn over Sun Lee this time. Um, and she said, No, I got enough of the cereal that I can save up the coupons to get silverware for us. No more wooden spoons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, darling, you're always thinking about how to make life better for us. <laughs> I'm crazy about you. No, they're like, macking on each other yeah it's a little <laughs> sickening actually and I, in my mind it's like okay for us they're newlyweds oh yeah for them they're at least a year in right at least and so went through a lot of crap to get. yeah so i mean maybe they're still in that newlywed phase but it it, it seems like it's a little much and that goes back to the writing you know? right yeah that's true mm -hmm. um soon lee makes the comment that Elma Cox, is she the one you refer to as the walking sneer? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Um, 
And then Klinger's trying to suck up to her, Alma. Alma Cox. And she's just so happy, because as she's walking in, she reminds him, you know, you need to take the civil service exam three months after you're hired, or you are out. Guess how long you've been here. Three months to the day. And uh, she's in charge of administering the civil service exam at the VA, which I don't get, but sure, whatever. Yeah. I had to take mine at a central facility. I did, too. Yeah. With so a regular... Yeah, an administrator. An administrator that ran the test with a special clock and everything. Yeah, so it's like, okay, whatever. But I guess she was able to just... And you can't, like, like she cheated and things, so... Like, mm -hmm. I'm glad that we went for real ones. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that he would have been able to file a grievance at that point. I think so, too. And, quite frankly, get her reprimanded, get the test results invalidated, get an extension, all what? of that off of what she did. But they didn't do this. He asked no. Potter to help him. Potter couldn't. Because... So he had to take the test. Yeah, Potter went up to D'Angelo. D'Angelo deferred back to Alma yeah. Cox, and she was the one who was trying to oust Klinger and her whole thing was okay Klinger I'm going to get my nephew in here he's smarter than you he's going to be he's going to do a better job than you you're going to get fired I'm going to bring him on and then she'll have all the power in the world over Potter Jerry yeah was Jerry. a doofus oh my god <laughs> the the line the last line we hear out of Jerry why did I ever listen to you, Aunt Alma? I like being a rodeo clown. So he's literally a clown. <laughs> That's his job. And I'm sure he's good at it. because he's To idiot. avoid getting gored by bulls. <laughs> he thought he was going to get this administrator job or whatever it's called. Yeah. Secretary. Secretary. In the but 50s, wait, it would have been the secretary. Yeah. Now it's an administrator. Administrative assistant. Yes. Yeah. Uh. So... Klinger worked hard. Uh, Potter gave him the whole day off so he could prepare for the test. Soon Lee helped him. Mm -hmm. um, he prepared, did the best he could, and got five points short of Jerry. Yeah, he got a 66. Jerry got a 70. But then Alma Cox... Rubbed now, I, I think that this is out of character for Because when they gave me my civil service, the first thing they said is, if you are... A veteran you get these extra points that's oh. the first thing they said at my civil service okay I don't even remember that but yeah, yeah like she didn't know that she works in the VA right she is by the letter and she's the one that administers this test I do not see her not knowing that right I do not see her not knowing that either so again bad writing because it came as a surprise to her but then there's these bonus points and you get five points for, for being a veteran, and, and that gives me a 71, I which means won. I win. <laughs> and that's but what it Jerry... didn't, just didn't make sense, because yeah. like I said, that would be the first thing she would read. Like, for mm -hmm. my test, they read that line first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I'm sorry, but I don't see Jerry being a better typist, because apparently he was. I don't see Jerry as a rodeo clown, literally a rodeo clown, being a better typist than Klinger, who was literally a typist. 
A clerk. But she made Klinger stop because time was up. And as she was talking to Klinger and saying, mm -hmm. your time is up, no more typing, Jerry kept typing. So yeah. he had an extra... Which, again... Uh, five Again, was illegal. That would have been a grievance. Exactly. And that would have... Yeah. So there's a lot there. Um, but that, mm -hmm. that one at least ended... Klinger yeah. got his job. <laughs> yeah, he kept it. Yay! And then one finally ended. And and then full circle. I love it when they do full circle. At the beginning, he had said, "We have two hundred dollars. We're not swimming, but we're looking pretty good." What do you think, Soon Lee? Should we get a car, a new used car? <laughs> we could we could take Sunday drives. We could go on picnics, Max. Yeah, baby, we could go on picnics. picnics. And I think at the end, it's like, they're looking at this car, and it... $350. Now, now my impression is that they didn't actually get it, because it no, was too expensive. Right. Okay. I think because he would have to take this other test to make more money. Yeah. Okay. GS4 test. Yeah. And so by they, the time they take that test, they could afford the car. Yeah. So they didn't get it. And it was kind of cute to watch Max, like, you know, kick literally kick the tires... Look in the windows, test out the, the springs, the suspension. And here's Soon Lee following after, just mimicking him. that was him. cute. Because, you know. That's what she would do. She's learning how mm -hmm. to be an American. Yeah. So that was neat. But it came full circle, which I really liked. Um, on Other? the Yeah. Uh, Potter. What happened with Potter? Oh, the, the canopy. Yes. Oh, oh. I'm not a fan of this D'Angelo guy. No, me either. <laughs> um, Wait, Potter's trying to say that they need more money mm -hmm. for uh, the, uh, what is that thing called again? The enclave? The autoclave. Autoclave. Yeah. High pressure, steam. I mean, they needed one at MASH, too. That <laughs> brought me immediately to the yeah. episode where they got the autoclave. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't give you one, because then I would only have two. But you have three. You're right. And if I gave you one, I'd only have two, two. of them. And I'm not going to have two. I have three. <laughs> so, he bought a canopy. Yeah, because... Now, it, the, 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 the research on this, I felt, was good. Because, yeah, they're putting up a new canopy on the entrance to the hospital. Which definitely has to cost money. But Potter cannot get a new autoclave. He can't even get money to fix it. And D'Angelo explains, oh, now, Potter, you see, the thing is that equipment is in budget two, medical, but beautification budget one is separate, and you can't cross-spend. You got him down. <laughs> you can't do that. So, you know, uh, which I get, I do. However, in the offices I've worked in, that's never stopped anyone. You get it. <laughs> you can't cross-spend, but there are ways to buy something from budget one. But maybe in the 50s there to was. To free up I'd... budget two. But the 50s had more people running around. <laughs> like, it, yeah, but there, there wasn't was... computers, there wasn't... Right, but my point would be, there weren't computers. No, I know, <laughs> so you needed the people. And there, it was easier <laughs> in many ways. But anyway... You know, it, it was neat to see that, to see them actually point out, because I don't think a lot of people think about the fact that... There's budgets. Yeah, because most people wouldn't care and don't need to know. But there are 
parts of budgets. We budgeted this much for this type of stuff and this much for this type of stuff. And because it's budgeted, we can't move it. All we can do is send it back to Washington because you know them bureaucrats. <laughs> they love them when you send them back money. <laughs> <laughs> but if you send them back, you're not going to get as much for next year. Oh, uh, no. In the no. 50s, apparently, it was opposite. Right. Uh, You'll get more because once you show them that you can handle a little, they'll, they'll give, give you, you more. <laughs> does not make sense and apparently didn't work because no because these days now if you have you, to use your whole budget because if you don't you're gonna lose then you it. get a reduction because clearly you don't need that much right mm-hmm but um believe me yeah so d'angelo gets this canopy thank goodness he got the canopy yeah and we'll come to that but he makes this big stink about it about dedicating this canopy to all the great veterans and it shouldn't be about you know tooting the horn for mike d'angelo that's with an apostrophe. <laughs> but rather, all these fine men who served and are now being treated at this hospital that D'Angelo administers. So it was all for him. Yeah. You know, and even the when, when um, the next thing happens, Potter points out, you know, Mike, you could really make a press statement about this. Get a picture, big headline. You know, Potter, you're right. Let me go get that that reporter before the mayor does. Because the mayor showed up and he wanted to hog the glory like, yeah. for a canopy. So what was the other story? So Mulcahy... I found this interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mulcahy's there. And I think, again, this is a great social message, a great after war message and it carries over from what we saw during uh, and we this... talked about it dur yeah we yeah. talked about how that because yeah yeah there there was the one um was it kevin bacon no that couldn't have been him could it where um he'd gone his co had gotten them an early thanksgiving supper <laughs> you know i ate it down so quick oh, that yeah. i just i went back for seconds Oh, and while I was in line, there was a shell burst. By the time I got back, all my buddies were dead. I'm a pig. I had been such a pig, I'd be dead too. And so he had survivor's guilt. Right. And this guy, Walter Hiller, had the same thing going on. Because after he had gotten out, he'd been in the VA like every other week. They had a whole list, and all mm -hmm. the people knew him, and he had a whole list of things that were wrong with him. Mm -hmm. So, um, Father Mulcahy just thought, I have to look into this a little. There's something more to this, and mm -hmm. he called his CO. You know, and we don't hear the CO, but the father's reaction is, oh, it's like, in my mind, all of a sudden I went, oh, God, he's schizophrenic. Mm, I didn't <laughs> think that. He, something's going on that I happened. I something's going on. I didn't know what, but it's like, whatever happened over there gave him something that was telling him to harm himself. And it was just like you said, the last thing. It was 80% of the people on his, in his mm -hmm. troop were killed. I'm, now, they so called... So survivor's remorse. Yeah. Uh, they called him a seaman at one point. Yeah, I heard that too. So I thought it was on a ship. So, I, and this confused me too until just now, I think what that means is that he was a Navy corpsman, 
who would have been attached to a unit as a medic. Ah. I'm guessing. So he, he would have remained a, a, a seaman, right? But then he would have been a Navy corpsman as a medic. So he still would have been in fighting when everybody was wiped out. But he would have retired as a Navy man, as a seaman. Um, but yeah, then Mulcahy kind of corners him in like the recreation room or whatever. And, um... I know, Father. I hear him. And it, it, he, he doesn't say that God is telling him to hurt himself. But that is the message mm -hmm. That's that, he, that he's hearing. That he's hearing. And he says, here, I'll show you. Oh my gosh, and he does it fast. Yeah, he jumps out the third story window and happens to land on the canopy. <laughs> Which saved his life. Which, okay, now by the way, the one thing I really loved in MASH is when plots crossed over. Mm -hmm. So that was nice to see. That, I felt, was the writing maturing a little bit. Okay. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, falls through the canopy. Lives. Lives. Just another thing. And I hope at that point that Potter, after what we saw in the first episode, would get this boy help. I hope so. Because it's clear that he needs some psychological help. You know, keep him there in the hospital. Get him somebody like a Sidney Friedman. Right. Get him talking. Get him to work through this and maybe on some meds. Because if he is literally hearing voices, because that is what it seems like. Right. It, it does sound like schizophrenia. You know, even back then, I've got to think that there was something to be done with that. Might have been an electroshock, and that probably wouldn't have helped. No, or, or a lobotomy. Yeah. <laughs> Mix it up a little bit mm -hmm. in there. <laughs> no, I don't think, no. No, those don't work. They did them a lot back I, then. <laughs> but, no. At, at the very least, he needs somebody to talk to. And Francis was trying to do that, but it's not enough. He's a professional who specializes right. in psychological medicine. So... But those are the three plots. Um, like I say, I'm I'm hopeful after this. But again, it didn't end. No, that one like, didn't end. We didn't we didn't see anything about Walter. Right. I mean, that's what their problem is here. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they did a little crossover here, a little mm -hmm. bit. And but they're not ending the things. You're yeah. not leaving with this sense of, oh. Yeah. Did I we get? Can, I can finish. I'm yeah. finished. In a mash episode, what would have happened? Uh, Potter would have said, well, gee, Klinger, we could use an autoclave. And then Klinger would have traded away the colonel's new barbecue yeah. to get an autoclave. And he would have been fine with that because the and, autoclave is the most important thing. And, then, and they would have called Sidney Friedman for well, the Hill, Hiller well, guy. And, or he would have just happened to have been at the 477th yeah. for a poker game and, and then walked the guy off by the hand. And then exactly. it's clear, oh, he's getting he's help. He's getting help. No, no. Hiller is left in the Laying middle of a crowd <laughs> as D'Angelo runs off to get the press reporter. We are not getting any satisfaction other than for the Klinger uh, plot, oh, yeah, which comes he, full circle. That's the only one. It does end! Yay! That's the only one that gets closure. So but he still didn't get a car. No. Which is <laughs> fine with me because I think that itself presents a, a, a valid message about after the war. However, maybe that's another point. You know, 
What was one of the most impactful parts about MASH? It was the fact that, at least in my mind, it was a show about the Korean War that was actually a hidden message about the Vietnam, Vietnam War. Vietnam War, right. Well, that was fine going into 83 because we were still dealing with some of the fallout of that up to a decade later. But when you're now talking about the post-war and all that, it's done. That's what was happening the last few years of MASH. But they could have done a lot with a VA. And, and they could have. And I agree. what the men are going through. And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, there's so much that happens in a VA. Can you imagine the oh. stories? I No, I agree. Maybe. And I'm just thinking of this off the cuff here. Maybe it's the fact that, you know, at that point, we didn't care about Vietnam anymore. Because at that point in, like, mm-hmm. 83, 84, it ended. it's mm-hmm. the Cold War. And that's the most important thing on people's minds. You know? Right. Because, I mean, the wall fell in 89. So, that was, as far as I understand it, I was a baby at the time. But it's like, that's that was the 80s. It was the Cold War. It was, that was the thing. And this isn't addressing that. Right. But it, and it's things that we didn't care about. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. People were so angry about Vietnam. They didn't care about vets. In yeah. fact, they were angry about things mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Or or actually, it's the 80s. I think they started to just not, just not care. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll go along with that. I have to say that yeah. a lot of people don't care now, which makes me sad. You don't see people fighting for things anymore. Unless they're groups that are making money to fight for things that mm-hmm. they don't even know what's going on. Yeah. These groups go from town to town, you know, fighting for things that they don't even know yeah, no, con- you, you get military contractors going over there now instead of troops. Right. I mean, I, I don't know if that's what you're talking about. I, I, I'm just saying things are yeah. so different. They are. They're... And and I honestly believe the 80s, they just wanted it over. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it anymore. I think so. Yeah. I'm done. Because now you look at, um. well, you know, I mean, we're in the, in 2017. You look at war shows now. They're not funny, haha. Handle the serious social message messages. It's combat. Yep, exactly. That's the whole war, Normandy thing we just it, saw. Yeah, it, it's all combat now, and right, wrong, or otherwise, that's what it is. And um, it's just different. Society evolved around mash. So. Okay. But, yeah, you know, um, narclaninc.com/slash whiskey and mash. Facebook.com slash Whiskey Mash. Head over there. Connect with us. Let us know what you think. Uh, again, uh, narclanic.com slash Whiskey and Mash. The first episode, I have a link in there on the page, on the on the website uh, for YouTube where you can find all the episodes of Aftermash. Go over there. Watch them. Let us know what you think. Pour yourself a whiskey first. <laughs> yeah, I would highly suggest that. So, thanks for sticking with us. Um, if you're still around through all of Aftermash, let us know. I'll write you up a little certificate for sticking with us, and I'll mail it to you. Seriously. Because um, we, we love... And maybe you love it. Maybe you do. Let us it. know. You know, it's, you know we're, we're it, doing this because we love MASH. Right. And I'm, I'm dedicated, and apparently you are too. You're, though you're just like the drinks I make you. Good ones. <laughs> that um, we're just dedicated enough to MASH. We're that much of MASH fans. That will watch Aftermath just for the fact of 
we get to see Klinger and Potter and Father Mulcahy. I love the three of them. Mm -hmm. so. And I really want to like this, and hopefully it'll get better. Yeah. We're only at the beginning. We are. So. Okay. Um, if you feel that any of our efforts so far, and all of our back episodes from Whiskey and Mash, just the normal series, are over there on, on the website. You can find them on... Uh, Apple Podcasts on your favorite podcast application on Stitcher Radio. They should be over there. You can search for Whiskey and Mash, subscribe, get all the new episodes and any back episodes you want downloaded to your device through there. If those are good enough, if you think we do a good enough job to warrant your support, share our podcast stream with a friend, a family member, a coworker, someone who you think would enjoy listening to us because after we're done with this, and we are going to be doing two episodes a week just to get through it a little quicker. Um, after we're done with this, we're going to take a little bit of a break. But then we're going to start up with a new show. And uh, we would love for you to be part of that conversation as well. And we want your feedback. Let yeah. us know what parts you like, don't like. Um, mm -hmm. That's why. What we can do to make it better. Yeah. You know, the parts, things yeah. that we are already doing that you enjoy. So yeah. let us know. That's why we have a Facebook page. Head over there, connect with us there, let us know. I'm Chris. I'm Gloria. Have a good week, everyone. Enjoy. Oh. Mm -hmm. It wasn't too bad. Mm. I mean, I thought this was much better than last week. Yeah, it just... It was. And that's why I say it. Like, I think it's getting better. It just... They just have to get their niche. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to get there before the end of the series. Yeah, no. Because no. otherwise, it would still be going... Bye, everyone.